welcome everybody to the very first episode of the Jake the Wookiee Show. This is the show all about different fandoms that I'm into. Obviously a lot of Star Wars stuff. Going to comic books, sci-fi, just whatever I really want to talk about. I'll talk about beer, whiskey, I'll even in the fall talk a little, about, a little bit about football stuff. So uh, just starting off the show, I'd like to... Uh, Give you all my beer recommendation of the week. Um, this week I've been drinking uh, Kona Brewing Company's. Um, they're out of Hawaii. They're Lemongrass Luau. And it's a delicious uh, beer. Great for hot days. Um, has lemongrass. A bit of ginger. It's very refreshing. And uh, it's great to drink on a hot summer day. So that's my uh, beer pick of the week. So on to a darker note, this week I had to help out with flooding, and a victim of this flooding was my Star Wars collection. It was stored away still, about half of my Star Wars collection I still had stored away at my parents' house just because don't have room for all my collection in my apartment, and my wife doesn't want me to take up the entire apartment with Star Wars stuff. So about half of it was stored away still at my parents in their basement. They got two feet of water after a huge rainstorm the other week. And it took out all of my carded figures I had stored there. Uh, they had two feet of water in the basement. So all those carded figures, they're warped. The cardboard is just kind of weird. A lot of them have moisture inside the plastic part. Some of them still have water, visible water, inside of the cases. So about, probably around 50 figures are ruined. So I'm going to have to find uh, a home for a lot of them. Uh, whoever doesn't care about non-mint figures, uh, just want loose figures, uh gonna have a whole bunch of them for them um, I'm also gonna give them away to kids that maybe want to play with some Star Wars toys they're all from uh, around the 2005 era when I went heavily into buying Star Wars figures in high school around the height of uh, Revenge of the Sith spent all my high school uh, paychecks on Star Wars stuff so a lot of it is, you know, an old thing, but it's been an investment. A lot of those figures are nearly 10 years old now, so they were, you know, worth a little bit more money. But luckily all my uh, vintage figures that were stored there uh, turned out okay. The uh, From the vintage collection that had the uh, plastic case basically over the cardboard. So that saved uh, those figures, uh, the only two out of... Those vintage figures that I didn't get uh, were Greedo and the Tuscan Raider. They still have a lot of moisture in them. So that's kind of the bad news of the week. Uh, and it just kind of puts things in perspective. Don't store things in basements. That's what my advice is to you on this. If you're a collector, keep your stuff maybe in plastic bins. Don't put them in cardboard boxes. Keep them away from where there'd be moisture. Keep them up high, especially if you have a basement that floods. Keep it well off the ground. I still had all these figures, you know, a good two, three feet off the ground, but they just had so much water in the basement that it just took them out like a freaking wave, man. 
Um, so just basically moving on from that, talking a little more Star Wars stuff. Uh, there's been a lot of Rogue One kind of rumors swirling around. Uh, Lucasfilm finally confirmed uh, through um, articles in, I think, Empire or whatever, uh, that Darth Vader is actually confirmed now to be in Rogue One. So that's big news. Everyone already had an idea, and MakingStarWars.net has posted numerous things about Darth Vader in the movie already, how he's basically going to be a, just a crazy killing machine. And uh, and they also are using the an exact replica of the A New Hope Darth Vader outfit. So that's really cool to hear. You also have confirmations on a lot of the characters' names, which is awesome. Uh, my The character I'm looking forward to the most is... Donnie Yen's character, I believe his name is Charut, who is like a blind uh, spiritual warrior, they call him. And he's actually, he's not a Jedi, but he actually may have some Force sensitivity or is spiritual in the Force in some way. They make it sound. And uh, so he's the character I'm looking forward to most. And uh, with San Diego Comic-Con and then the Star Wars Celebration Europe coming up, we should be hearing some uh, more rumors about Rogue One here soon. They've also talked a little bit about maybe Episode Eight stuff will be a Star Wars celebration, which is awesome. So pumped for Episode Eight. I'm pumped for Rogue One too, but there's just something about the episode films that just are way above any spinoff movies for me. Um, Han Solo, Rogue One. I, you know, I honestly could care less if those movies get made. As long as the episodes are top-notch quality and I just want to follow uh, the history of the Skywalkers and the Jedi and I'm really looking forward to episode 8 getting to see Rey training with Luke, getting to see Kylo Ren training with Snoke. So I'm super pumped for that and hopefully soon in the next few weeks we'll be having Star Wars news galore. But other than that, there's... Nothing too big of Star Wars news as of late. Just kind of the stuff that was in the magazines. A lot of Rogue One photos and whatnot. So, uh, moving on from Star Wars now. Let me take a little drink of my beer here. Ah, refreshing. Um, gonna move on to comic book stuff now. And, um... I've been uh, going down to my local comic book store, as all you should as well, and checking out a lot of the comic books that are being released now. Uh, DC Rebirth has been phenomenal. It started all, all off with the uh, DC Rebirth uh, one issue, uh, 70 page, and that saw the reintroduction of Wally West, as well as the introduction of the Watchmen characters into the main DC Universe. So it seems like Dr. Manhattan is watching over all of the DC Universe and perhaps uh, kind of is stealing time away from them is basically how they explained it or they can't remember certain bits of time. That's how they forgot Wally West. But Barry Allen was able to save Wally West because, you know, he was a sidekick in The Flash for a long time. So they're good buds, you know? So... 
that was a great book. I've also picked up from uh, DC Rebirth so far, uh, The Flash, uh, the the first one shot, and then The Flash number one I got. I've gotten Aquaman and The Green Lanterns. And uh, my, The Flash has been my favorite of those three so far. Aquaman's, you know, pretty good. Not too bad so far. And uh, The Green Lanterns, I don't know how I feel about it yet. Uh, they're It's kind of hard to like these Green Lanterns. They're not as relatable. I don't know. They're not... <sighs> it's hard to say, but cause it's just because they're... It's not Hal Jordan, it's not Jon Stewart, it's not any of the usual Green Lanterns you're used to, so it's kind of interesting to have uh, Jessica Cruz and Simon Baz as kind of a team-up, almost like two cops out there patrolling Earth, and they'll also be part of uh, the Justice League on Earth as well. But the one I'm looking forward to most, since I'm a big Green Lantern fan, is... uh, the comic Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, which should be coming out next week, I believe, or the week after that. Coming soon, I don't know. I'll just go to the comic book store and be like, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, I'm getting it. It's awesome. So, I'm really pumped about that. Um, other than that, that's about all the DC uh, comic books I've picked up so far. Uh, some of the Marvel titles I've been reading lately, I picked up uh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight has been great so far. Greg Smallwood is the artist on it, and I actually got to meet him free comic book day about a month ago. He's a real nice guy, super cool artist. The art style of Moon Knight is just phenomenal. He has great covers. Just the panels are amazing, just really breathtaking visual artwork, and his style is just awesome. And just the story has been really interesting so far. Basically, Moon Knight, fully crazy. He's in an insane asylum. Has he ever been Moon Knight? Has he been hallucinating all of it? Is there really Egyptian gods at play? Or is it just all in his head? It's a really interesting idea. And Moon Knight is just great. One of my favorite characters Marvel has going right now. The other uh, Marvel comic book I've been uh, reading lately as well has been uh, Doctor Strange. Which has been excellent so far. I'm into a lot of the um, mystic and spiritual characters of comics. So Moon Knight and Doctor Strange, big fans of. And the Doctor Strange comic has been really good. Um, Basically, he's been fighting uh, these guys who have taken magic away. Uh, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. But basically, they took all the magic away from Earth. So Doctor Strange has been... uh, traveling the world trying to find every last bit of magic he can find so he can uh, try to save everyone in magic just because Doctor Strange has been doing all of his all of his magic and stuff this whole time without really thinking about the consequences so it finally came back to bite him so it's a really interesting story idea and the artwork is really great on the Doctor Strange series as well. A lot of weird, kind of trippy visual things going on. And it's cool to see Doctor Strange run around with an axe, you know? It's pretty cool, I say. And a lot of other mystical artifacts. There's also other uh, magical characters of the Marvel Universe in the Doctor Strange comic. You've got Scarlet Witch. You have Magic from the X-Men. You also have uh, Mahatma Doom, who is like... A good guy, Dr. Doom, I guess. I'm just like, alright, whatever, I'll roll with it. 
So, uh, yeah, Doctor Strange has been really good. So uh, those are the comic books I'd recommend right now. You go to your local comic book shop and check it out. Uh, all these are ongoing series. So the DC comic ones are twice monthly, which, you know, it's a little harder to keep up than the Marvel, which is just once a month. But, you know, a lot of good stories out there. As long as they're putting out great content, um, that's what matters, not the amount of comics they put out just as long as they keep making great content. So that's it for kind of comic news of the week. Let me take another drink of my beer here. Ah. So then uh, on Monday, I finally got around to seeing uh, the movie Warcraft. Me and the wife went to uh, go see it on Monday night. You know, we were about the only people in the theater, but that was all right. And I, I have to say, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, I don't understand why more people didn't want to go out and see it. I think it's a great adaptation of the World of Warcraft game. I played it for just like a month, and then I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's going to control my life. It's going to control my destiny. So, you know, just got to, I don't know, I enjoy it, and I enjoy the lore of Warcraft, but I couldn't, I couldn't play the game just because... It would have taken my life away. But um, the movie, you know, was really cool. Uh, great special effects. The CGI is phenomenal. Um, motion capture, just great. The orcs look phenomenal. All the uh, creatures look great. Um, some of the acting is a little hit and miss. Some people act a little over the top. Uh, Lothar, the main character, his... His performance is a little mixed throughout the movie, but you don't go to see Warcraft for Oscar-winning performances. You go there to see crazy magic, orcs, awesome stuff, you know, just fantasy at its finest. And it's just sad that more people didn't go to see it, so I'm really hope pulling for China and all the international market that, uh, just because of their box offices that perhaps they'll make a sequel to Warcraft because this movie perfectly uh, sets up sequels. Spoilers, I guess I should say. Um, just basically the way it sets off the war for between the orcs and the humans and to bring in other races as well as like elves and dwarves to fight all of them. So it'd be awesome to see a sequel to this. I thought it was a really cool movie. Uh, the wizards and stuff, the magic, it was cool, man. So, I was, I really dug it. So, I, uh, I'll probably pick it up on Blu-ray as well. And I recommend, uh, if you haven't seen Warcraft at all, go check it out. Um, go see it on, you know, a weekday night when it's cheaper. Or if it's going to be in dollar theaters soon, make sure to go see it. Or when it comes out on Blu-ray, check it out then. Just, uh, support fantasy movies. Not a lot of them get made, which is unfortunate, but uh, the few that do get made, they're about hit and miss, which are good. You know, Seventh Son was terrible, but uh, Warcraft, this movie, was pretty good. I dug it. So, I'd go uh, recommend you check out Warcraft. It's pretty awesome. So, uh, now moving on from movies that I've seen. Talk about uh, some of the shows I've been watching on the uh, Netflix. Been uh, checking out the uh, Voltron series. 
Voltron Legendary Defender or whatever it's called. And uh, Netflix original series. And it's, it's good, you know. It's a cool cartoon. It's from uh, the people that made uh, Legend of Korra, I believe. So there's a good mixture of comedy, action, you know. Just a, the characters are fleshed out. Each one of the different paladins, you know, have a different personality. Just really cool. And, you know, not every episode do you see them full Voltron, form Voltron to fight. But that's not what the show's about. It's about, you know, great characters, a great story. And um, I'm a, only about halfway through it right now, uh, just starting episode six. So, you know, I'm looking forward to see the whole series, and I hope it's good. So that way they uh, green light another season for it, because I love great cartoons, and it's awesome that Netflix supports uh, cartoons like this. So it would be really cool if somehow they resurrect any of Avatar or The Legend of Korra kind of continue on Netflix. That'd be cool to see. Um, so Voltron, it's awesome. So I'm also really looking forward to uh, the Samurai Jack TV show coming back. That comes back on Toonami on Saturday nights on Cartoon Network, which I don't have cable, but... I'm sure I'll check it out online. So, really looking forward to Samurai Jack. That was one of my all-time favorite cartoons. So, and yeah. I'm trying to think what else I've been watching. I've been checking out the uh, third season of Peaky Blinders. About, you know, the uh, early era of Birmingham Gangsters. And uh, it's a great show. I really enjoyed the first two seasons. Uh, I keep forgetting it's on Netflix. Because I don't know why I haven't watched more of season three. I need to get on that. You know, I get busy. I get distracted. There's movies. There's comics. There's the internet. There's a lot of stuff going on. It's hard to keep up with everything. But doing my best. And, uh, yeah. Check that out. That's about it for shows I'm watching right now. Otherwise, you know, I just catch random older shows, watch animal documentaries, you know, watch Justice League, just stuff I've seen a million times. I just keep going back and re-watching things. I don't know why I do that, but it's what I do. And, um, yeah, so that's about it. I think I'm going to conclude this first episode of the Jake the Wookiee Show. I am Jake the Wookiee. You can follow me at Jake the Wookie on Twitter. And uh, make sure to, you know, like this uh, podcast. Subscribe to the channel. Do all that stuff. Check out the stuff I've talked about. And uh, hopefully you liked me rambling on for a while. And you'll come back and listen to me ramble on again some other time. So, thank you all. May the Force be with you all. Ka-chow!